where do you go to find authenticity and truth? Nobody wants to talk about the skeletons in their closet, the nitty gritty, or the failures, all of which I believe are the most important parts of anybody's story of success. This is a place where we say what nobody else is saying. Truth with Tara, welcome to the fold. What's up guys and welcome to Truth with Tara. Today I want to talk to you about living a double life. So that's a little bit of a loaded title and I did it for a reason because it's truly how I feel um, living my life as a single mother to a five-year-old boy who is the literal light of my life as well as running a thriving business with multiple employees, a YouTube channel, a podcast, a book, recording artist stuff. I mean the list goes on and on. Um, so I really do uh, feel every day like I'm living a double life. And so this episode is for you moms and dads out there who are doing the same. Um, you know, you feel like you are one person through part of the day and then you take off a hat and you put on the other and you literally are someone completely different. Um, and sometimes those worlds don't really gracefully meet. Um, I really have sometimes a difficult time turning off the boss hat and turning on the mom hat um, because sometimes it takes a lot more compassion and patience to be the mom hat than it does the boss hat where you can just say, no, this is exactly how it needs to be um, and and be a little bit more uh, about your business in business. So <laughs> something that I'm sure you can relate to is is the hat analogy. And, and to, to kind of go a little further on that, um, my son often calls me the cat in the hat because we recently started reading that about six to eight months ago. And there are many times, and I don't know why this happens, but for you guys who have kids at the end of the day, when you pick them up from school, you could have literally nothing in your car. Like it could be freshly cleaned out and, and you bring that kid home from school. And all of a sudden, when you get home into your driveway or your garage and you're getting ready to go inside, all the, for whatever reason, you have like a million things to bring in. And all of a sudden your hands are full. You're like biting something with your with your teeth as another hand. And I, I, I was doing this one day. I looked like a darn pack mule. And, and my son opened the door for me and, and he said to me, mommy, you look like the cat in the hat. <laughs> I just had to laugh because I stopped with all of those things in my hands and in my mouth. And I was like, you know what? You're pretty much right. Like the, I do. I look like the cat in my hat. Like life is cat in the hat. Life is crazy. Um, and it, it doesn't seem to show any signs of stopping. So what do you do? What do you do? Right. When you find yourself living this double life of boss, babe, in my, in my life and, and single mom, or maybe in your case, um, you know, wheeler and dealer and single dad, I don't know what to do about that sometimes. But I can tell you what I end up doing a lot of times, because, you know, if you don't do something, you will, you will experience burnout. I have. Um, in fact, um, I can tell you that by not doing anything, the one thing that did happen to me recently was I got my very first anxiety or panic attack. I'm not sure exactly which one it was, but I was out, um, having some fun with friends. There was nothing wrong. I was at a dinner and all of a sudden I got really hot and I started to sweat and my friend noticed and said, are you all right? And I'm like, yeah, I think I'm gonna go to the bathroom. And I couldn't get up. My chest tightened. I, um, I was short of breath and I just 
couldn't seem to catch my breath. And this went on for a couple hours and I, I got myself home and, and went in the shower and just kind of like fetally, you know, laid there and tried to gather myself. And, and God really started dealing with me on rest at that time. And how do you rest? How? Like, where is the time in the day to rest as a single, in my case, a single mom and a business owner in multiple businesses? Um, there never seems to be enough time in the day to begin with. So how do I carve out more time in the day to rest or to do any kind of self-care? Um, if you're in that position, my heart goes out to you. I truly feel for you. And I completely understand your plight. As God began to deal with my heart, though, about rest and about the lack of time, I started to realize something very important. Um, if you look in the Bible, you're going to see that Jesus never ran anywhere. I didn't really realize that up until recently, but he never ran anywhere. Even when he was asked to heal people who were dying, who, who time was of the essence for, he never once ran. He was never rushed. And somehow there was always time enough. And, and, and I started to think about that. And, um, you know, even if you're, you're not a person of faith and, and you don't believe in, the, in Jesus resurrecting and being the son of God, that's fine. But he was a historical figure anyway, at the very least. And you can cross reference that with other books of antiquity and other more scientific, non-theistic accountants of that time. But he never rushed. And as I was thinking, I thought, wow. There's something about being rushed too that makes it seem like there's no time. But what if I moved throughout my day like I had all the time in the world? And what if sufficient for that day was its own trouble truly? Like what if I actually took that to heart? And what if living a double life started to feel more like just different chapters in the same book? What does that look like? So how do I, how do I gracefully segue my day from from boss babe, business owner, cat in the hat, doing all the things <laughs> to a dedicated, intentional and attentive, aware and present mother for my son. And I began to, to pontificate on that and to think and pray on that, really. And I just decided the one thing I can do is slow my pace. I'm going to still do, try to do all of the things, right? But let's just, let's just talk about what what it might be like for me to just slow my pace instead of literally, because guys, this is a true story. Instead of literally running to the bathroom in my own freaking house to go to the bathroom in the middle of the day because I literally don't have that amount of time, which is ridiculous. Maybe I just walk instead of run. So I started to do that and something really amazing happened. As I moved slower with a little more grace and a little more peace, as I walked instead of ran, I realized that the things that I got done, I was so much more efficient in and something even more important happened than the efficiency. By the time I was ready for my son in the afternoon, my brain was less foggy and I was much less fried. I was able to be more energetic and present for him in the latter part of my day than I ever was before. And I don't think it's it's because of anything except for honoring the principle of not rushing. Something else really cool happened to me too. I began to savor the task at hand and be more present in that and therefore more efficient and effective and successful in that rather than while I was in the middle of completing one task, worrying and starting to be anxious about 
getting to the next thing. I don't know about you, but I just really don't want my life to be a compilation of rush days to where I get in bed out of breath. I really don't want to look back on my day and and think that I was the cat in the hat every single day, all day long. The cat in the hat's cool and all, but like your girl wants to be someone more like, I don't know, Cinderella, who who sings at the well <laughs> or for her prince. I don't know. I, I just kind of want to be something a little better than the freaking cat in the hat who's doing all the things and dropping the balls sometimes because eventually something will drop. I know it's tough. Listen, mom, listen, dad, when, when you're doing it alone, you're doing it alone. And it, you know, I'm praying and hoping that you have a support system, at least some family members who can help. I know I do. And I'm so grateful for that. I moved to have that by the way. Um, it's important, but if you're doing it alone, first know that you're not truly alone. God is there with you and, and he will sustain you. He has for me, but You gotta look at the big picture of life instead of the daily grind of the never ending to do list that, for me at least, continues to scroll without end. The day that I gave up trying to get rid of my to do list at the end of the day was one of the best days of my life. And I'm not gonna lie, today when I look at my to do list and it scrolls, I'm like, oh my gosh, OCD. Like it's driving me crazy to see it. But I've learned to just know that, look, you don't ever finish completely because that's where death takes place. You're always growing, always learning. There's always new tasks. If there weren't, then you, you were either dead or literally like, you know, an invalid somewhere, not doing anything, but like laying and, and that's not life. Right. So, so just hear me on this. When your to-do list continues to scroll, be grateful. I, I look at it now with, with eyes and a lens of gratitude because that means that I've still got crap <laughs> yet to accomplish. I still have things yet to do. And, and sufficient for today is its own worry. Tomorrow, I will get at it. I will hit it hard. And I will redeem my time wisely. And so I encourage you, just know you don't have to rush. You can get through tasks methodically. You can save up your energy for what matters most which God help you if you don't have any energy left, but when your kids get off the bus or when you pick them home from school, you don't want to give them the worst of you that day. You want to give them the best. So if you're going to, if you're going to live that double life, if you're going to grind hard, you better swig some coffee or something, because what really is going to matter at the end of the day is not how many products you made. It's not how many podcasts you did. It's not how many students you coached in my opinion, or how many subscribers I have on YouTube channel. What matters at the end of the day for me truly is the impact and legacy that I'm leaving on that little life who depends 100% on me and my influence. And I want him to see maybe a little bit of the cat in the hat once in a while, because I want him to know it's okay to put in a hard day's work and it's okay to really go for your dreams and, and grind and have grit in your backbone to, to do those things and to bear that weight and to succeed on those high performing levels. That's okay. But hey, life's more than being the cat in the hat. Life's about just sitting and doing snuggle buggle in a ruggle like we do on a couch. Jaden will say, mommy, he has a lisp. He's so cute. And he's like, mommy, can we snuggle together? We'll snuggle buggle in a ruggle on the couch. And how can you turn that down? You better put your phone away and your computer away. You better go snuggle with that kid, you know? And so, you know, as a single parent, there are times when you have to allocate responsibility 
for what matters most. And that little life or those little lives that you've got, they are truly what matter most. You know, money's going to come and money's going to go. Careers you will eventually retire from. But family and kids, man, and especially kids, they are the future. They're the legacy that we leave behind. And man, that's a big deal. That's a big responsibility. And I feel so accountable for the type of man that I'm raising. I want him to be a good husband. I want him to be a man of God. I want him to know who he is and whose he is. I want him to know his strengths and his weaknesses. And I'm not going to blow false compliments up him and in him. I'm going to give him praise where praise is due and, and also make sure that he is humbled as well so that he has an acute awareness of his humanity, but also a very high sense of confidence and self-esteem in his giftings. I want that for him. And the only way to get that in him is to be that for him and to live that as well in my life. And, and the example that I'm setting for him matters. And the example that you're setting for your kid as you're a single parent matters. And I want to touch on one more thing before I close today. And that's this. If you're like me, you also desire a significant other. You don't want to do this alone. And frankly, it's not meant to be done alone. We are, we as single parents right now, we are doing the unnatural. It is meant to be done in pairs. Okay. And so we're shouldering a lot. We are being mother and father or father and mother. And that is not the natural order or intention of things. So let's, let's establish that right now. And so obviously, most likely there's a longing in your heart and, a, and, and a rightfully so longing in your heart to have a significant other to come alongside you and bear that burden and share in those joys as well. And that responsibility, <sighs> that's okay. And it's okay to be lonely and it's okay to cry out for that. It's okay to feel like there is something missing because let's be honest, there is. But I tell my son, listen, buddy, right now, you and me, we're a team. But God is going to bring mommy a husband and a father for you. And he is going to be brought in his perfect time and in his perfect will. But until then, daddy God is your guy. And he created you when you were in mommy's belly. He formed you and he loves you more than even I do, if you can even imagine that. And so let's pray for a husband and a father to come. But in the meantime, we're going to know and grow and love on daddy God. And so that's how I explain things to my son. And I encourage you to do the same. It's okay to talk about your desires with your kids. It's okay to, and not only is it okay, I encourage you to create space and make space for your kids' feelings in the area of the missing parent in their life. And to, I don't know what your situation is, and, and mine is, is quite traumatic, actually, the reason why I'm a single mom, that's a story for another time. But, you know, whatever your reason for being a single parent is, I want you to know it's good for your kids to be able to know that they can talk to you about their feelings in regards to that and how, yeah, it might make them sad that their other friends have two parents and theirs don't. Don't make it a taboo subject. Talk about it. Pray about it. Hold space for their little feelings because I promise you this, it will create a more emotionally in touch, more self-sufficient, secure in their, their own emotions and open human being. I want my son to know there is nothing that he can't bring to me. There is no weight that I cannot bear for him. And he can always, there's nothing that he's going to do or tell me that makes me love him any less. I know you want that for your kids too. 
And it's a hard thing, man. Like sometimes he, he, he t- catches me off guard in the, in the morning he, and he'll say stuff like, mommy, I want a daddy. Like out of nowhere. I'm like, I just asked you for avocado toast. Like did, you were just eating breakfast. What happened? And I have to be strong. I have to detach with love. And I say, okay, baby, come here. Let's pray about it. Let's pray for a daddy. Let's pray for a husband right now. And let's love on daddy God right now. And then when he goes to school, yeah, I might break down. It might flatten me out for 10 minutes and I might have to just gather myself and give it to God. But at least I held space for my son. It hurt me, but it does get easier. And I do get better. I have gotten better about holding space for him in those moments. I don't want to. It doesn't feel good for me, but he needs that. So be also aware in your desires for for someone else. Your kids have that too. Hold space for them. Don't let them be afraid of telling you about it because there's true healing. There's true connection and a, and a really special bond when you take the bull by the horns of that issue and you do not allow it to grow and linger in silence. So for those rock star moms and dads out there who are living double lives like I am, I see you. I hear you. I love you. And you matter. I hope you guys enjoyed today's episode. Make sure that you subscribe to the YouTube channel of Tara Simon Studios if you want to become a terabyte and check out all the links below in the show notes. I love you guys. I am proud of you. Make sure today that you spread faith, not fear, love, not germs, be a blessing in a stranger's life because that is how we change the world. I'll see you guys in the next one. Yeah, I know that you don't gotta-